Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Two words to me in three years of Bret Hart Censors are a flyin', and divorces are a pendin'. It's Hanksy Panksy, it's a disaster. A podcast where two dumb idiot best friends are forced by my wife to watch disaster after disaster. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm here. <laughs> and I'm your prog rock listening van driving sidekick. I am Luke Patrick. I am also here. Sam, you sound a little dispirited this week. <laughs> you know, my wife's punishment is having the intended effect, Luke. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the <laughs> fucking truth? <laughs> I have been so utterly demoralized um, in, a, in a way that 55 weeks of Tom Hanks never really did. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a different flavor, isn't it? It is, it is. You know, so before with Tom, it was it was self imposed, you yeah. know? Uh and now every Friday I just have this like nauseous feeling where I realize <laughs> that my my night is not in my own hands. Yeah. Uh and I have no control over what's happening to me. Yes. And it it's wretched. <laughs> Yeah, part of your destiny has now been carved off and is mostly going to watch a bunch of Twister films. Mm -hmm. uh, if I had to categorize it, yeah, a lot of tornadoes in this phase of our lives, huh? Yeah, a lot of tornadoes. And Luke, there's there's been sort of another uh, extremely negative side effect, mm -hmm. uh, which is now anytime I like mention either a movie or a not very good movie or a genre of movie or really anything kenna gets this glimmer in her eye <laughs> and then she she starts tapping away into her phone and and laughing to herself and i know she's just adding more categories to our fucking list of palate cleanser seasons yeah man and she's it, uh she's mad with power Huh, she's she gotten is. a taste of it and now she can't let it go. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't elect this woman to office because she will <laughs> never let go. Well, oh. goddamn, Sam, I guess a good question then is uh how was your watch this week? 
Well, my watch of uh, 1996 is Twister, because we are three minutes into the podcast and we haven't mentioned what we watched, (laughs) was fine. It was pretty average, I gotta tell you, kind of, you know, we we had our our nachos, I had some really good oat milk ice cream. Ooh, Um, hey, that's the ticket right there. Love me some oat milk. It was a, a fudge brownie flavor. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, it was divine. Um, honestly, the hardest part of the watch was that we kept the lights off, but I was still taking notes, so uh, it did get very dark, and some of my notes are, you know, challenging to read. I'll, <laughs> I'll put it that way, because <laughs> I was writing just by the light of the television. Yeah, um, that makes sense. It's like a doctor wandered into your your room and started taking mm-hmm. notes for you. It's uh, it's there, but it's pretty indecipherable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, things were pretty bog standard. There's, I got nothing. Okay. How was how was yours? Um, how to put this? So Sam, I woke up this morning, and the very first thing I did before even making my first cup of coffee and feeding my cats was to go into the living room, pull up HBO Max, find Twister, and start playing Twister. So that everything else I did this morning, I was watching Twister while I did my little morning routine. And oh, uh, God. Sam, I'm fucking sick of tornado movies. We've seen so many tornado movies, and I know Kenna would just cackle to hear that. <laughs> it's a lot of tornadoes. <laughs> you know, we've seen a lot of natos, uh, and I, I don't... I don't understand the appeal. Yeah, I don't really either. At this point, I mean, I'll say this. uh, Night of the Twisters, that was the really cheap one, right? The direct-to-DVD or direct-to-TV. That one achieved the same effect with, like, a tenth of the budget, I got to say. (laughs) Yeah, it... Yeah, I gotta tell you, there's not a whole lot of difference between Night of the Twisters and this, except there's not a dickhole dad. Yeah, there's just a, a dickhole uh, fiancé, but we'll talk about that. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, my watch was, was not disrespectful, but it was dispirited, uh, mm-hmm. up until about halfway through the film. Ooh. And then okay. I, I know the caffeine started to saturate my bloodstream. I did wake up a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, you know what? This was fine. It was a pretty good, uh, pretty good back half to the movie. Tons of action. Uh, I was pretty entertained. So all things considered, I'd give it like a C plus on the watch experience. Okay. Yeah. I mean that that seems fair. I I think I'd give mine a C slash C minus. Mm, yeah. So we're we're in lockstep on the watch experience this week. Just yeah. It's a passing yeah. grade, folks, but it's barely. Oh, it's barely there. Oh, yeah, just barely. Uh, You know, you're not winning any awards Yeah. uh, for this one. Well, Luke, um, should we break down the plot? Oh, loudy. (laughs) And, and of course, by we, I do mean you. Yeah, how to even approach this one. So if you haven't seen Twister, which I would be impressed by, because this movie's fucking everywhere... Yeah, uh, and especially it's been around. At, yeah, at a certain point in time, this movie was was hot shit. Um, yes, but if you haven't seen it, basically there's a guy. I don't remember anybody's names, and I finished this film 15 minutes ago. Okay, so Bill Paxton, who plays Bill, 
<laughs> okay, so that's really straightforward. And then there's uh-huh. Joe. Okay. Yes. I will try to let me let me back up. Let me try to put these folks into perspective. So Bill is an ex-storm chaser, soon to be weatherman, who is engaged to a different woman than Joe, who is his old uh well, I guess she's his ex-wife, or soon to be ex-wife. Yeah, still technically his wife. Yeah. Um she signs the papers uh late in the film, but then kind of that doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I assume the papers got sucked up by a tornado and a giant metaphor. So, yeah, probably. Uh, anyway, he uh, is out trying to get her, Joe, who is still a storm chaser, to sign his papers so they can be divorced so that he can marry his new love interest, whose name I do not recall. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Don't know that they said it in this movie. She doesn't play a huge part in the film, to be honest. She doesn't. No. So we'll talk about that some more. Um, anyway, and then he gets uh, he gets the old bug back inside him and then starts chasing some storms while they're in the area with Joe and crew because she has a gaggle of folks that just follow mm-hmm. her around and help her chase storms. Um, they do a bunch of storm chasing. There's a rival group led by a guy named Jason? Jonas. Jonas, that was it. Same, hey, same letters though. <laughs> so good, good on you, man. <laughs> yeah, I just sort of scrabbled them up. Um, but yeah, Jonas is like the Bond villain group. Uh, they're like one cat away from being a bunch of Bond villains. Yes. And specifically it's explained that they're evil because they sold out and became corporate shills. Yeah. To, you know, to big tornado, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> AT&T presents tornado chasers yeah and it's it's unclear other than uh they do have a whole bunch of like really fancy equipment and brand new vehicles whereas the other group Mm -hmm. is like riding around in old vans and they got a bunch of old doppler equipment and shit like it's a real ragtag group versus these slick super professional uh crew anyway they're both fighting over this thing that uh the the joe's group calls the dorothy which is yes. essentially a tub full of sensors that you try to get sucked up into a tornado so that the sensors can map out the structure of the tornado. Correct. Yep. So they're trying to do this throughout the film. They finally do it in the very end. Folks, I got to tell you, I mean, basically the plot is there's a bunch of tornadoes. There's various amounts of damage. Uh, and the very last one, of course, of course it is. It's an F5. It's a mile wide. We've seen this before. Yeah. Um, it wreaks havoc. Yep. How could it not be? Yeah. They, uh, Joe and Bill, are. they do get the Dorothy into the tornado, but then, uh-oh, they're in the way of the tornado, so they, they run, <laughs> they physically run away from the tornado <laughs> and somehow make it and get into a, like, shed, tie themselves to some pipes, and then live through the experience. And yes. then uh, they get back together. Life is hunky-dory. They're going to get grant money. And open a lab because I guess that's the end goal. And I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's the movie. We're just skipping. The only thing I'm skipping over is just a whole bunch of scenes of tornadoes fucking shit up and various people being in harm's way. Yeah. Oh, Jonas does beef it, though. Oh, he does die. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty <laughs> fucking spectacular. He's also played by uh, Carrie El- Elwes. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? I think so. Um,. Yeah, he's played by Carrie Elwes, um, and it is a performance that um, I gotta tell you would wouldn't be out of place in a shitty '80s ski movie. 
he he plays essentially the ski movie villain. Yes. Uh, with really no tweaks at all. Yeah, that is such a good way to put it. I mean, that's about the level of menace they have. It's just like they're competitive for for what mm-hmm. reason? Who knows, man? They're just really competitive about these yeah. tornadoes for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So that's so, that's the plot. <laughs> what'd you uh, what'd you think of this flick, Sam? Uh, <laughs> it's 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 fine. I don't look. I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's just fucking fast wind. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit anymore. Yeah. It's just wind. It's wind that hurts, mm. and I just don't care. Yeah. Why couldn't we have watched Deepwater Horizon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, if I have one complaint with Kenna's list, uh, it's pretty much one note. We've been hitting yeah. one note the whole time, and it is various flavors yeah. of tornado, ending with an F5 tornado and various people in harm's way. It's uh, it's a pretty singular experience, and this one really drove that one home, huh? Yeah, you know, it's it's telling that as bad as it was, it a little bit made me miss Left Behind, only because... Oh, no, what the fuck, Sam? Only because Left Behind was a novel experience. Mm, yes. Yeah, see, this, I, I knew... One, I've seen Twister a couple times before. Yeah, as have I, which I do want to talk about, but let's hit that in a second. So I knew it was going to happen. Also, I've seen, we've seen, what, two, three other tornado movies? I think three. We'll have to go back and uh, do the math or maybe email us (laughs) with how many tornado movies we've watched because we're too lazy to look back at the record. Uh, So... So I know exactly what's going to happen because mm-hmm. all tornado movies are identical. Yes. Hey, they really, really are the exact same movie. And I mean, I think you can make the argument that this is probably the best tornado movie that we've seen. Mm, okay. Yeah, you could you I, can make that argument. I think the performances are better and it does more to actually tell a story than the others. Mm-hmm. Because the end of the storm was just dickhole dad. Yeah. And then Night of the Twisters was just dickhole dad. Mm-hmm. And this one was divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or pending divorce. I like the way you yeah. put it. It's just sort of hovering hovering yeah. in the air the whole time that there's a divorce pending pending divorce yes uh it, hovering hovering just in the background like uh like a hook rotation in the clouds mm-hmm. um you know a, a sign of bad things to come but does it ever happen not not really luke i just i don't think i love it i'll tell you that i yeah. i'd rather not watch it again it's yeah. fine i mean philip seymour hoffman's here is he? Um, yeah, but I thought it was just not... a dude that looked like Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. My what? Name. Yeah. That's why I yeah. liked his character so much. Yeah. 
such a good performance that you didn't even know it was him. <laughs> I mean, that's classic Philip Seymour Hoffman, though, right? Yeah. I mean, the man just yeah. embodies roles. So he was the, like, super chill guy, right, with the OU yes. hat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who talked about the suck zone all the time. Yeah, he's the guy that listens to prog rock in the van while he's driving around, and I really appreciated yes. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, we got Philip Seymour Hoffman, we got Bill Paxton, we've got Helen Hunt, mm-hmm. um, we've got Carrie Elwes, um, we've got uh, the lady who ends up playing uh, Sookie Stackhouse's grandma in True Blood. Oh shit, that's why she looked so familiar and I liked her yeah. so much. Oh, exactly. who knew yeah. watching True Blood would pay off one of these days? It finally well, did, folks. Now, Luke, I would posit that the the vast amount of nudity was payoff alone, but... <laughs> Boy, howdy was it, folks. If you're looking for raw nudity, uh, you, uh, can't, you, can, you can't do a whole lot better than True Blood, but uh, we digress. Yeah, raw, raw nudity and trashy plots and just the, the completely gorgeous Alexander Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. Man, he could get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, Luke, what did you think? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, we're so broken. We're so broken. I mean, again, this is, like you said, either the third or fourth Twister movie we've seen. They're all the same. Uh, I have seen this movie before. I did want to mention that the last time I saw this was in my high school science class. Um <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, Luke, I'm going to need you to bleep over it, but whose class did you watch this in? No need to bleep. I do not remember is the problem. Um, okay, wait, what grade was it? I don't remember. God damn it, Luke. Yeah, I just remember it was sometime in high school because surely they didn't show this to us in middle school. Um, no, they do curse a lot. They it, do. Wasn't, it wasn't Mr. S- was it? Um, I don't, it might have been. It might have been. The only two people I would believe would be Mr. or Mr. Ooh, I don't think it was Mr. This is a lot of yeah. bleeping that we're, we're building <laughs> yeah. up. I may not bleep this. Do I need to bleep it? You might want to. It's unclear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, regardless... I guess Teach that day decided that teaching was no good. <laughs> Maybe things weren't going so great uh, in their in their day. And so whoever it was just decided, you know what? Fuck it. Twister. So we watched Twister over the course of several days. Well, and uh, it was the same experience today that I had then. It's It's a movie. So maybe this is a good time to come up with uh, some science facts about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like tornadoes are really big sometimes. No, I actually did some reading on this. Um, it gets it gets a couple things right. It gets a lot of things wrong. Oh, um, okay. And, hey, this is a new direction. I'm very yeah. excited for this. Science facts brought to you by Doctor Sam. Actually, I think it was Business Insider. Um, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, noted um, scientific institution, Business Insider. Yeah, let me let me pull it up just so I yeah, it is business insider. <laughs> um so uh so here's the thing. 
one, um, <laughs> the the Dorothy mm-hmm. was was based on a real thing. Um, oh, called called the Toto. Oh, um, which the, is the, hey, that's a better name. It is. Uh, it stands for. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. God damn it. Um. Yeah, it was uh, Noah's real Toto tool, which stands for Totable Tornado Observatory. Mm. It was a 55-gallon barrel outfitted to record storm data. And it was largely unsuccessful and retired from use in 1984. (laughs) Hey, do you know if the plan... Because here's my problem with this movie, and I want to confirm if this is a real thing. Was the plan in real life the same as the movie, which is to get fucking too close to a tornado and then to just sort of huck it in yeah i i gotta tell you i don't know i didn't read that much mm-hmm. um i mean i can keep doing some reading here on air which i'm sure is gonna be great audio <laughs> with one of the hosts sort of lightly distracted um and just sort of filling time while he scrolls through uh noah's history of projects good lord they've done a lot yeah just sort of Um, riffing just real live improv riffing while sam reads things (laughs) it was a 55 gallon barrel outfitted with anemometers pressure sensors and humidity sensors along with devices to record the data a team would roll toto out of the back of a pickup in the path of a tornado (laughs) switch on the instruments and get the fuck out of the way Which is, folks, a dumb idea. (laughs) Okay, here's, bud, straight from Noah, here's the best part. Uh, Several groups tried to deploy Toto over the years, but never scored a direct hit. The closest Toto ever came to success was in 1984, when it was... Mm -hmm. (laughs) When it was sideswiped by the edge of a weak tornado... (laughs) And was knocked over. <laughs> Toto was retired in 1984. I think they saw that and were like, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> this is never going to work. I think they see this fucking uh, 55-gallon drum tump over in a stiff breeze, and, and it, they just went, nah, project's dead. <laughs> Man, Toto it. was stupid. Why did we even think this would work? This was the dumbest shit we've ever done. Oh um, man, Toto. Toto is such a good name though. Oh, it's it's so good. Um so here's the other thing that mm-hmm. the movie gets right, which is that tornadoes can and do pick up heavy animals like cows and large objects like semi trucks. Um and then scientists from Noah's uh National Severe Storms Laboratory helped the film screenwriters and actors. Mm. All but right. It, it gets a lot wrong. Um, notably, uh, that you really shouldn't be in a car or truck during a tornado. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like, under a bridge. Seems like basic advice. And we keep seeing the bridge maneuver happen in multiple tornado films where folks... Yeah. An overpass don't. is not gonna... Or an underpass is not gonna fucking save you. It is not. Because the, the bridge can collapse on you. Mm-hmm. And also, you still get sucked out from under the bridge. Um, also, real-life storm chas- chasers uh, would avoid many of the same risks, and green skies don't indicate tornadoes could form. 
Uh, and my favorite, which mm-hmm. is real nitpicky, at the the beginning of the movie takes place in 1969, and a character references the Fujita scale, you know, F whatever, F5. Yeah. Um, the Fujita scale wasn't developed until two years later, and Business Insider points out that the Fujita scale is really a measure of the destruction caused by a tornado. And mm. so you can't say that a tornado, as you're watching it, is an F5 because you've not seen the destruction caused by it. Holy shit, dude. They do this in every single tornado movie. They're always like, it's an F5. So you're telling me they don't even fucking know. They don't know what they're talking about. No, the the, the F rating is always given post-tornado. Okay, it's kind of like how, as an example, when I'm eating Taco Bell, I can't yet Mm -hmm. tell you the destruction that's going to happen. But Precise. several you can hours, guess at it. <laughs> and I do every time. And then yes. later, I can tell you exact. God, I want Taco Bell now. Yeah, Ooh. you look. You look at kind of how high the the ring of sort of muddied wreckage <laughs> is on the inside of the toilet bowl, <laughs> and then you go that that was an F five. It I almost overflowed the toilet yeah. by myself. <laughs> yeah, that was a T five. On the Taco yeah. Bell scale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, also, they did point out that um, tying yourself to a pipe yeah. uh, <laughs> to, to weather through a tornado is such an extremely bad idea. Mm-hmm. Because we do see Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt just sort of lashed themselves to honestly a very thin pipe yes which he says uh, <laughs> goes what 30 feet into the ground or something yeah. which like i don't know man sure but then they just lash themselves with a loose knot and some mm-hmm. leather straps uh into this pipe and then ride literally through a tornado literally yeah. through it through a massive massive uh f5 tornado mm-hmm. uh that they describe as the finger of god in the and biggest was, f5 ever on record too uh yeah and like a mile wide at least mm-hmm. and they just go through the very center of it uh which seems to be a preoccupation of of many of these oh tornado uh, movies want to get up in the eye of the tornado man want to get in there so bad mm-hmm. uh so here's the thing experts were like don't fucking do this because one you will be obliterated by debris yeah which Uh, miraculously they are not which is inconsistent with the rest of the film because these things have uh been chucking semi trucks and uh tractors and signs and fence posts all kinds of bullshit at them five minutes before that scene it shows them opening the door to a barn you know historically extremely sturdy barns mm-hmm. uh and wood is being fired in by the tornado at like bullet speeds and yeah. embedding itself in the side of the barn but they're fine just lashing themselves out in the open of this thin pipe yep uh experts also pointed out even if you don't get ripped to shreds by debris uh the force of the tornado alone would probably kill you. Mm, you hate to hear that. So basically, yeah. they're dead seven ways to Sunday, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you want to know why Kenna picked it? I very much do. And I'm curious if she also watched this in science class and maybe an embedded 
into her she brain probably, at some point. She probably did. So she really likes this movie. Oh. Um, this is in her, uh, I, I got her to commit to, uh, in her top ten favorite movies. What? Kenna. Yeah, she, Kenna, she no. She really likes it. I know, I know. Um, one of her favorite parts is at the very beginning, just the, like, like soundtrack music when we first see, like, our ragtag convoy. You mean the, like, Indiana Jones ripoff soundtrack music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay so they're rolling out and I wrote this in my notes but they're rolling out and again it's just a ragtag group of vans and a mm-hmm. beat up jeep and shit and in the background it's going yeah. yeah it's really bad yeah it's it's not it's not great um so what else so she likes that it has just a little bit of everything in it like multiple genres it's got drama it's got uh it's got romance it's got action mm-hmm. uh so she likes that she likes the the relationship with the whole crew and their interaction which i will admit was kind of enjoyable it's pretty good out of all the movies we've seen you get the feeling that the crew is actually not just like tornado fodder but is you know they're all they're all real folks with real things yes. going on yeah okay yeah. Um, her favorite part is the drive-in scene. Mm. Uh, and then she said they don't make movies like this anymore. Which she's Luke. She said this a couple times mm. uh, about other movies, and I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't um, know what she means by that. If I'm honest. Yeah, I don't either. She said it also about the burbs, which to a degree I I agree with her Ooh, about the burbs. Now that we could stake a claim on for sure. Yeah. I don't think they make yeah. individually scored uh crane shot sort of movies like like no. the burbs anymore. No, Real masterpieces. Not like that. Yeah. Um and but then Twister. She, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she said that the science in this is is more believable than in some of the other uh, disaster movies that we've watched. Hmm. Okay, so thin ice, I would say. Oh, a lot yeah. of <laughs> a lot of decision making made on pretty thin thin ice, not holding a ton of water. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, and then I, you know, she's she's described other movies as classics mm-hmm. uh, in the past. And Luke, I I had sort of an extended discussion with Kenna last night. Okay. So <laughs> she just says movies are classics based on pure feeling. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> and by her own admission, it changes. Almost daily, mm. what she determines to be a classic. Sure, sure. Sort of so, a, a barometer of cinema classicness, if you yeah. will. So last night when I asked her about this, um, the Santa Claus was not a classic, but Christmas with the Cranks was, and I find this deeply <laughs> confusing. And upsetting. And yes. upsetting, for sure. Yes, um, I mean, we've been on record as being pretty, pretty big anti fans, uh, mm-hmm. no stands of Tim Allen. <laughs> but I will uphold that Santa Claus is for sure a classic Christmas movie. 
apparently not for Kenna last night. Okay. It was it was not the classic Tim Allen Christmas movie that was of course everyone's favorite Christmas with the Crane. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're calibrating. We're getting a we're getting a temperature check. Uh, a little yeah. bit of humidity sensing on what Kenna deems to be a classic. So was was Twister a classic? No. <laughs> But Night of the Twisters was. Yes. Okay. Fuck, dude. I don't know anymore. I just don't know. I gotta tell you, I don't think we should be letting her pick movies for Mm -hmm. us anymore. No, I'm very scared for the next time we have to do one of these palate cleansers in between seasons. Me me too, me too. Um, Now, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. We should probably get back on track. Yeah, we should. we, We have strayed pretty far afield. Yeah, we should probably talk about the movie. And I want to kick it off, Sam, with yeah. a particular discussion about Joe. Okay? Yes. Okay. Now, in the beginning of this movie, it's revealed that in 1964, as you pointed out, Joe's father... Six, six, Luke, I'm sorry. It is 1969. Nice. Ni- <laughs> 1969. Nice. Nice. Uh, nice. Nice. Is uh, her father is sucked out of a storm cellar and killed by a tornado. Now, yes. Okay, this is relevant information because Sam, I put it to you: this woman has a tornado fetish. I think she does. Yeah. Uh, a hundred percent. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. the tornado absolutely killed her dad. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. it then married her mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. I think the tornado married her mom, and it created a tumultuous childhood for her. Mm, that and would explain so much. Yes, and so I believe it was imprinted upon her that that tornadoes can be romantic partners. Yeah, and also challenging step parents. Yes. Um, here's what I love about this because my previous theory was that she's a tornado fetishist, which would explain why. She needs to be, like, in the tornado. Because she keeps oh. trying to get... Like, there's multiple scenes where someone's like, come on, Joe. And Joe's, like, staring at this tornado lustily. Yeah, yeah, uh, like, basically drooling. Yeah, but what uh, what you're positing, and I like better, is that she just wants the closeness. She just wants this tornado to love her like her father would have. Oh, um... To that, I would say, por qué no los dos? <laughs> Um, okay, I, all right, all right, I Freud. I firmly believe this is both reaching out to try to reconnect with her stepfather, mm-hmm. the tornado that killed her real dad and married her mother, <laughs> and also a deep-seated fetish. Yeah, where oh, for if sure. The, if the tornado cannot be inside of her because it is too large, then she will get inside of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? It could have a vor aspect too, like being consumed oh, by the yeah. tornado. Oh yeah, big vor energy from Joe. Yeah. So anyway, Joe's got some stuff going on that really needs to be addressed. But uh, yeah, re tornadoes. She's got some mixed feelings, and I'm glad we could dissect this and discover a little bit more of her backstory. So thank you, Sam, for that insight. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, well, 
you know, I want to keep talking about this movie, but I have just heard that there is uh, a series of progressively larger and stronger tornadoes that are ripping their ways uh, through uh, Oklahoma and northern Texas. Oh, shit. And the number of people who will die from these tornadoes is astronomical. Unless, Luke, Mm -hmm. we do some advertising. Well, let's fucking do some advertising, Sam. Let's save these folks. Let's save these people. Let's go. Luke, I would like to kick things off with some IMDb facts brought to you by McKenna. Uh, you know what? This is my happy place. I've decided IMDb facts for McKenna uh, or with McKenna is is my new happy place. So I'm ecstatic to be back here, Sam. Hey, uh, I get so I I love it, and I gotta tell you, I think this is one of our best entries to date. Ooh, well, hit me with this. I'm so fucking excited. Now. This is going to have some twists and turns, much like a real-life tornado. Sure, sure. It, it is going to start with a bummer, and okay. I am sorry about that. Filming in Oklahoma was delayed uh, due to the Oklahoma City bombing. Oh. Um, yeah, but the crew did actually go uh, to, to help with recovery efforts. Oh, well, hey. So, yeah. little, little con, little pro. Little con pro on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the tornado sound is actually a, a recording of a camel's, and I'm quoting here, moan, uh, slowed down. Oh, I don't like that. I don't yeah, like I don't, that at all. I don't love it, so let's move on. <laughs> uh, the movie, because it was so bass heavy, mm-hmm. actually destroyed surround speakers in theaters across the the globe like a fucking twister hey that's impressive that fucking is and i don't know if people are still driving around with like 808s in their car just like blasting bass beats but if you're looking for something to really blow out your speakers try playing twister in your car while you drive around oh yeah it'll wreck your shit Mm -hmm. uh so you know the cow that blew by yes one of my favorite parts in this movie is when there's they're driving along a road and then a cow just goes, and then like flies by 100%. You're, you're about to love it more because that cow is a CGI zebra from Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, sh- I shit you not. They borrowed the CGI zebra from Jumanji. <laughs> Holy shit, what does that even mean, Sam? I don't know. <laughs> Kenna told me this, and I said, please explain further. That doesn't make sense. And she said, they borrowed it. And I said, that doesn't, that doesn't make it make more sense. I'm still extremely confused. Oh, I love the idea that somewhere there's a CGI barn full of animals on somebody's computer <laughs> that they have to run constantly, like the flame yes. that will never go out. And then occasionally someone's like, can I have the giraffe? And they're like, yeah, bud, let me email you the giraffe real quick, but make sure to return it. It's it's like a bunch of Tamagotchis, but far more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the movie took 95 days to film. It was the first movie ever released on DVD 
and the last movie ever released on HD DVD. Oh, man, you hate to see the format wars play out like that. (laughs) But uh, Jesus, though, the first movie ever released on DVD? Yeah. That's impressive. Holy shit, Twister. Yeah, man. Uh, And then a jet engine from a Boeing 707 was used to generate wind in some scenes. Damn! What was the fucking budget on this thing, I wonder? Well, now I've saved the best two facts for last. Okay, alright, alright. So here's the thing, Luke. Mm Mm-hmm. Wakita, Oklahoma does exist. Oh, no! And the movie purchased eight blocks of Wakita, Oklahoma. What the fuck? This movie bought a town? It bought eight blocks of a town <laughs> at the price of 80000 to to $100,000 per building and Whoa. then destroyed it. Holy shit. Wakita? What if you fucking lived there and then some Holly weird folks come in, buy half the town, and then you're like, okay, well, what are they going to revitalize it? Like gentrify it? No. No, they're going to fucking wreck it. <laughs> They fucking destroyed this town for a movie. At a the cost of uh, eighty to hundred thousand dollars per building. Who financed per this building? Man, I am bl- like Kenna told me this, and I nearly shit myself. <laughs> I'm nearly shitting myself right now, just processing this information. Well, uh, then you better pucker up, Abigail May, because here's. <laughs> Here's the best fact of them all. Oh, this has been such a good IMDb fact, Sam. I just want to toss that out really quick, and I am oh, so ready for this finale. Kenna, Kenna outdid herself. So, Bill, Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. the original choice for his character who read lines with the cast and chose the wardrobe that was actually ended up being used in the movie. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Dropped out before pre-production. Uh, because it kind of wasn't what what this actor was looking for in their career because they were looking for like an eccentric man with a southern flair and uh, the actor said you know that just that just isn't me and look that actor was tom hanks what holy shit sam i just shit a brick i literally shit a brick tom fucking hanks continues to haunt us and here's the thing tom was working on Apollo 13 and he thought Bill Paxton was fucking perfect so he actually helped Bill Paxton get his role in Apollo 13 oh my god Sam it's like I'm galaxy brained over here worlds are connecting (laughs) the lines are matching up Uh, you know the ley lines in the land have been charged holy fuck dude yeah also I'm sorry, but Tom Hanks saying an eccentric man with a southern flair isn't me. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, Tom. You've played six of those. Yeah, fuck you, Tom. And we had to watch all of them. And every single time, it wasn't you, bud. Can (laughs) confirm it was not your best outing. Also, by this point, he'd already done Forrest Gump, right? Yeah. What the fuck, Tom? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, Tom. Yeah, Hanksy-Panksy turned into a real uh, Tom Hanks hate cat. <laughs> I'm just... 
Oh, the hours we wasted watching him in Lady Killers, which I would categorically define as an eccentric man with a southern flair. Mm-hmm. Oh. That, that is, I think, all the direction he got. Yeah, from the from the esteemed Cohen brothers. Well, shit, dude, can you even imagine Tom in this role? No. Mm-mm. I honestly cannot. It would be so, so out of place. Mm-hmm. So I think he made the right call. God damn it. Yeah, but, he uh, did. Man, what a fucking twist. I know. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking movie, um, which seemingly was brought to us by Dodge, given the number of hey. Dodge vehicles in it. We've got Dodge Grand Caravans. We've got a sick-ass Dodge Ram. Yeah. Um, one of the only things I remembered from this movie is that the, the truck in this film... It's mm-hmm. fucking indestructible. The truck that they're driving yeah. around in. It takes a branch to the back. It gets yeah. gets run through several tornadoes at one point. Like multiple tornadoes at the same time. Oh yeah. They um, run it through the ringer and it's fine. Yeah, up until the very last moment when maybe this is what the actual Toto project was missing. To actually get it into a tornado, you must set your vehicle on cruise control, point it at a <laughs> tornado, and then ditch it. So that yeah. the vehicle rolls into the tornado, which is what happens to the truck finally. But I, I put it to you. I think that truck landed somewhere. It's completely fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, Luke, that truck was built Dodge Tough. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing that uh, a lot of people actually don't know is that um, Truck Tuggerman's Tugger Trucks actually got started by supplying the, the trucks for Ooh. Twister. Man, hey, you love to see that. Nice little piece of history right there. Yeah. I mean, you saw how many exceptional Tugger trucks were in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each each and every one from Truck Tuggerman's Tugger Trucks. Yeah. Our uh, continued sponsor for the show, thank you to mm-hmm. Truck Tuggerman's Tugger Trucks. Uh, yes. And uh, thanks, curiously enough, to IMDB TV, uh, strangely sponsoring this episode. Uh, despite my extremely angry <laughs> rant last week. Turns out that's a turn-on for IMDb TV is being denigrated. Yeah. yeah. So Glutton for punishment. Yeah. Hey, this... This movie kind of sucks. It's got its ups and downs, man. It's got its ups and downs. I did want to talk about one aspect of Tornado Films at large. Yes. If I can. Which is everybody in this movie, everybody you see... Their digestive tract is a nuclear wasteland, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because all we ever see them eat is like drive-in movie food, or in mm-hmm. this case, a whole bunch of steak and eggs, and then yeah, fast food. Yeah, with like food. red-eye gravy. Yeah, dude. It's, God, the shits these people have to be taken are oh, monstrous. Right. It mu- must be like pushing a boulder out. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Indiana Jones, that that boulder in the yeah. opening scene of the first one, yeah, that's <laughs> what they're that's what they're creating. Yeah, anytime the they take a stop, f- that's the fucking bolus from any character in this film. <laughs> it just struck me how unhealthily these people eat, and they do this on the road for so long. Like in uh, shit, what was the Twister movie with uh, with Joe Walsh or not Joe Walsh? Uh, Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. Uh, yeah. In, into into the storm. Into the storm. Like they mentioned that they've been eating 
nothing but fast food for like two months. And dude, yeah. I've seen Super Size Me. Your liver's about to shut down. Oh yeah, you're just it's it's all. <laughs> here's the thing. I imagine it is this horrifying vacillation between straight explosive liquid mm-hmm. and the most painful driest hulking turds <laughs> there is no in between it's uh on on the bristol stool scale uh, mm-hmm. which everyone should acquaint themselves with it is a one or it is a seven and there's nothing in between yes love that we're getting that metric in here uh, you know what? A lot of podcasts don't touch it, and that's where I think they, you know folks are going wrong. Is yeah, they're not bringing of, in the Bristol stool scale. A lot of people really fuck up by not mentioning the widely and highly regarded uh, Bristol stool scale. Folks, yeah. you should really be aiming for a four or a five, but if you're a storm chaser, it's a one or a seven. Mm-hmm. You go to extremes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a puddle or it's a rock. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about with this movie, Sam, is the love triangle sort of uh, situation that's presented here. Because, Sam, I put it to you, Bill Paxton's character, bit of a dick to his new fiance, huh? You know, yes. I also put it to you, he's not particularly nice to Joe. Mm, yeah, they really have sort of an, an animosity between them, don't they? Yes, it is. it is the sort of sexually charged animosity that looks like two people who can't leave each other because they love hate fucking each other Mm -hmm. even down to the very so when they kiss finally at the very end of the movie they're arguing about who's gonna run the grant money lab right before they kiss and you can just tell that's what brings the heat man yeah these are two people who are pathologically turned on by anger Mm -hmm. and tornadoes and tornadoes that that too Again, yeah. uh, Joe is absolutely into some vor stuff with tornadoes. Just <laughs> late nights spent in bed watching YouTube videos of tornadoes, just being like, "Oh yeah, Mama likey." Yeah, get get in me or let me get in you. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, Sam, that's pretty much all I had to say about that love triangle. It's just, uh, yeah. you know what? His his fiance is kind of a brick. So mm-hmm. it wasn't the actress's fault. They just didn't write a ton of lines for her. She is they, a they did not sexual therapist, a reproductive therapist, a reproductive therapist. She gets one good line. Yeah. Um, and it is she didn't only marry you for your penis. Yeah. Which is. Oh, sorry. She didn't only marry your penis. Yeah. Yep. 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 Which is a hell of a line. It is. Yeah. It's a it's a good line. Does it hold a candle to better than you sniff? Mm, it's close. Uh, which again is a line that someone says in the background of this movie, and I don't know why. Yeah, it doesn't even really make sense when you think about the words in that order. Um, yeah, yeah, it really doesn't. Um, did you notice there's a lot of fucking like jargon in this movie that sounds completely made up because it almost certainly is and isn't as cool as every character thinks it is? Oh, you mean like weather jargon? Yeah, like sisters and sidewinders and cone of silence and bear cage and jumper and and wait, I wrote this one while I was in absolute <laughs> darkness. <laughs> oh, I think I just wrote so many names. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. 
And I would put, I mean, I think, Sam, Cone of Silence is a D&D term, isn't it? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, pretty sure. Which, uh, as you pointed out, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character in this, uh, definitely a little bit of a nerd, and he's the one that says it, so I believe that's what was happening. But also, they, they do throw in a lot of confusing shit like, oh, it's going to backdraft, or it's yes. backfilling. Hey, also, another thing about this movie... Everybody in this movie can read the weather like yes. like a goddamn savant. Well, except Carrie Elwes's uh corporate fucking shill Jonas who yeah. apparently doesn't know really what a tornado is. Yeah, dude is essentially tone deaf when it yes. comes to the weather and has to rely on following around the other group. But yeah, basically every character in this movie takes one look at the sky and is like, "Oh, it's going to veer north northeast." And you're like, "How the fuck do you know that because he's bill paxton tornado whisperer luke mm-hmm. he's got it in his goddamn bones he just yeah. knows i like to think it's actually the direction that his boner is pointing <laughs> oh i got a twinge to the left let's uh let's take the side road folks yeah it's it's pointing east and then all of a sudden his dick whips around in the opposite direction and goes it's it's a jumper yeah, that would also uh, explain how he knows uh, when a tornado is about to come, like when one's about to happen, because he goes from flaccid to tumescent, and all of yeah. a sudden he's like, oh, it's coming back, y'all. Yeah, and sometimes uh, they can tell if it's about to dissipate when you see the wet stain in the front of his pants. <laughs> okay, this makes a lot, I feel more comfortable with this explanation. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um... So, I I had two favorite parts of this movie. Okay, hit me with them. One is uh, uh, Joe goes goes up at the drive-in um, and asks for eight coffees, and yep. the person at the drive-in goes eight, mm-hmm. and she goes yeah, and sh- then she waits, and then Bill Paxton comes up and he asks for two coffees, and he gets them immediately, and the eight coffees never come. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, a gigantic fucking tornado was heading towards them. Sure, but why wouldn't they fill the eight coffee order first, man? Yeah, it's just a lot of coffee, man. That's And that's a high number to count to. You yeah. gotta make sure you get One, eight. One, two... <laughs> Seven? Yeah, it's complicated. It's a complicated yeah. order. It's a lot to process, so, uh, yeah... I can, you know what? Fine, I'll give you that one's a weird one. That one's a weird yeah. one. What's your other favorite scene? Oh, uh, well, that's uh, when they go to Wakita, Oklahoma, and fish uh, Joe's aunt, mm-hmm. uh, Sookie Stackhouse's grandma, out of her house, uh, and they get her loading the ambulance, and the uh, EMT full on stares directly into the camera for for like two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you know man getting extras uh is hard sometimes and uh <laughs> sometimes they just barrel the camera so that they can point uh, later when this thing's on dvd for the first time and go hey man that's me man look at me yeah he goes hey look i got this hd dvd movie that i'm on <laughs> it's the future Oh, that's amazing, and I missed this, and it's almost <laughs> worth seeing this movie again just to see an EMT barrel the fucking camera. 
I mean, he stare, He delivers his line and then looks straight at the camera like, <laughs> did I get it? Did I do it, folks? I'm getting sag rates for this, right? <laughs> did, did I do a good? Do I get my sticker now? <laughs> it's, it's fucking phenomenal. Luke, what was your favorite part if oh, you have one? The cow. Uh-huh. No, oh. no, no. I take it back. Okay. It isn't. It's when at the very end of this movie. So they're driving down a road in the indestructible truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a huge F5 tornado approaching them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's chucking various things into their path. So there's like a bunch of tractors that land, a bunch of Case IH tractors, folks. Yep. This scene brought to you by Case International. Hey, um, there you go. Yeah. Get that case money. Get those red tractors in there. Anyway, a bunch of tractors land on the road, and Joe is screaming, left, right left uh which i would argue that bill paxton's character can see and yeah knows he to dodge ast- these <laughs> ostensibly can also see the heavy duty farm equipment slamming down in the road mm-hmm. ahead of them but you know it's a lot to ask of a driver yeah and at one point they do take a combine arm straight to the windshield and nothing happens <laughs> mm-hmm but, Sam, none of this is my favorite part, because what happens next, and this I did remember from the first run-through, uh, it's fucking amazing. An entire house lands in the road. Yes. And then this yes. goddamn miraculous truck drives through a house. Mm-hmm. Completely through it, folks. One window all the way through several bedrooms, and then bursting out the other side. Um, yes. Like a Looney Tunes character. Yeah, it is some real cartoon shit. Mm-hmm. And somehow they end up with a teddy bear inside the truck cab. Oh, I missed that. I missed it, yeah. and it's very good. <laughs> yeah, so that's my favorite scene in this movie, is when they drive through a goddamn house in this truck, and nothing happens to the truck. It's completely fine. Man, folks, if you're going to buy a truck from Truck Tuggerman, which we highly recommend you do, yeah. uh, you got to get one of these Dodge trucks, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, Get you a red Dodge Ram. Nothing can destroy it. Mm-mm, not a house. If you need to drive through a house, you are covered. Although, maybe adjust your insurance policy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that would probably be a good idea. Uh, we do find out that his insurance only covers liability. And hey, he's very chill when his truck gets sucked up by a tornado. <laughs> Boy, he is. He's completely unbothered for a man who just bought a truck that... Uh, insurance will not cover the damage to. Yeah, so there's, you know, a cool, let's say 30 grand down the toilet. Uh, But you did get those little sensors up in the tornado. Um, Which brings me to another point about this, Sam. How do you think they finance all of this, all the storm chasing and the crew that they have? Um, well, you know, back in the day... I'm I'm less sure now. I certainly it would be an OnlyFans. Oh, um, <laughs> I of, love that idea. A lot of like tornado adjacent fucking. Mm-hmm. I think um, back then, mm, you know, I'm I'm not entirely sure. Maybe like chain chain mail scams. Ooh, now that's see. I was thinking just drug smuggling because they are driving oh. all over the country and they got a lot of vans. You know, and 
given how Philip Seymour Hoffman acts, I think you're onto something. Yeah, I think he's he's token from their own supply there for sure. I think definitely yeah. they're moving just bricks of that Ooh, choicest yeah. dank uh, all over the country. You know, that would also explain their diet because mm-hmm. they've got so many drugs jammed up their buttholes, they, <laughs> they don't want to shit, and so that's why... And then when they finally do shit, it's easier yeah. if it's a seven on the Bristol scale and you're just fishing out, you know, a glove full of drugs in a in a brown puddle. Yeah. As a, you know, as opposed to having it, you know, getting all trapped among the pebbles of your, yeah. of your poop. Yeah. Sort of train spotting style. Uh, it's yeah. much easier to, to sort of fish it out. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I'm glad we nailed down how they're financing this because it did bug the shit out of me that they're all pretty cavalier about the damage. And yeah. the multiple Dorothys that don't make it into the tornadoes that one uh-huh. assumes are pretty expensive. Yeah. So I had a question about the Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Why do the sensors have to come out of the barrel? As opposed to just like chucking them into the tornado? Well, yeah. Why can't you spill them out, out onto the road? Yeah. Which happens every single time. The Dorothy tomps, the sensors fly out all over the road, and then a tornado hits it, and for some reason that's not good enough. Yeah, it's not good enough. It has to come from the container and get sucked out. I don't know, man. I don't know. Another thing that bugged me about the Dorothys, too, is that why the fuck do you have to arm it? You have to go flick a bunch of switches and stuff. There are so many switches. Yeah, it seems really inconvenient if you're trying to get it into the path of a tornado, which ostensibly you are also in the path of. Yeah, I mean, there are fewer switches to arm and launch a nuclear missile. Oh, for sure. That's a a two-key and two-button process. Yeah. This thing, it's like four... 400 switches all over the thing. Yeah. And and you got to do it while the truck is moving. So you got to climb out the back window of the truck and then the person's get, the driver's going to tell you that she's going to stop and then Bill Paxton slams his fucking skull into the <laughs> fucking frame of the truck and is fine. Yeah, this is why you don't hang out in the back of a truck while it's moving, folks. Can't emphasize yeah. that enough. Uh, no matter what the reason, even if you're trying to arm a Dorothy, uh, to get it into a tornado, folks, it's just not safe. Yeah, it's just just not a good idea. Um, and Luke, on on that very important piece of advice, uh, do you do you want to be done with this? I would love to be done with this, Sam. I'm out of notes. I'm out of interest. Uh, it's time to move oh, on. Yeah, thank fuck. And uh, and folks, next week we are wrapping up. This uh, this palate cleanser, Hanksy Panksy, it's a disaster with Titanic. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, we are, brother. Yeah, all three plus hours of James Cameron's Titanic. Yeah. And let me tell you, if you think I don't have James Cameron opinions, you are wrong. <laughs> I so look forward to hearing those. I'm also pretty stoked to see this movie. I've never seen it, Sam. What? I've never seen Titanic. Oh my god. I mean, I haven't seen it since like fifth grade. Oh. Which, now that now that I think of it, it's very young to be watching a movie that heavily features a lot of fucking and nudity. Yeah. Um so that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. <sighs> well, 
Uh, shit, three hours, so that's going to be painful. Mm-hmm. That's some Cloud Atlas shit right there, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be challenging for a morning watch. Uh, in any case, uh, folks, thank you for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. And you can email us at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Please send us your porno titles. Send us your thoughts. Tell me what you think about Tom Hanks starring in Twister, and also what kind of pornography Storm Chasers would do. Mm. Uh, yeah, that could be kind of fun. A lot of, lot of porn-heavy content that we're asking for, but you know what? <laughs> I'm fine with it. Please, cannot emphasize this enough. Do not send actual porn. We are not requesting that yeah, at I present moment. Yeah, right now... Neither one of us needs it. Yeah. If, hey, if we want it, we will ask for it. Oh, for sure. We will let y'all know. Yes. You know us. If we want your nasty pics and vids, we will ask. Oh, yeah. And the time may come, but it is not right now. Yeah. Uh, One day, and that day may never come, we will ask for your high-quality pornography. Yeah. Suggestions. Um... Uh, so also, uh, why don't you uh, share us with a friend and write us a review on Apple Podcasts? It really helps us out. And if you write us a review, we'll give you a shout out on the show mm-hmm. right here in this spot. Um, yeah. Well, Luke, you got a you got a final quote from this I d- one. I do. Uh, it is said by the nameless fiance, and it is. Mm-hmm. I gotta go, Julia. We got cows. God damn it. God damn it, this fucking movie. Excellent. Oh, Christ. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We will be back next week with all three hours of Titanic. God help us. <laughs>